Welcome to Porsche Paddle with Bracken Helms, the show where we hear Bracken and his distinguished guests from the Porsche community patter on about Porsches and all things automotive. Porsche Patter is sponsored by Circuit 6-4. Circuit 6-4 creates authentic automotive apparel made for like-minded automotive enthusiasts. The links for Circuit 6-4 are in the show notes. Okay, let's get to it. Larry Moulton, part five. This is the final one. Um, this one, you know, we get into some more personal questions. At one point, you hear him like say, oops, sorry, I pol-, like he apologizes for doing something. And you're like wondering, what was what was that noise? That was him touching the microphone. That was him bumping the microphone. Had I not made a mistake and I used the proper equipment, well, I had the proper equipment set up. Had I done it right, when he said, oops, you probably would have known because you would have heard a big thud because it would have knocked the microphone like this. It would have made a big noise like this. But. I made a mistake. If you don't remember from part one, go back to part one. Anyway, here's part five, the end with uh, Larry Moulton. Um, Any apprehensions or fears along your career? No. No, I've been pretty lucky. I always had a good time. I always supported at home. My wife loved racing. There was never any of that problem with, we're going to spend this money on that. I don't really have any problem. I put all those years in. I got good retirement. Things are pretty happy. Best advice you've ever gotten? Probably the best advice I got was you better pay into your 401. (laughs) Because we got a 401 in the 70s. And I was told we're going to put the max in it. And I did that all the time I was working. And I keep telling the guys I work with, you know, I said, how old are you now? 35? You better start thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately, I had some guidance <laughs> that kind of got in, made me do some of that. Right. But I just spent it on cars. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's interesting the way they make money now. It's the, the people in the trades now are the one that everybody wants. You know, there's no mechanics to hire, construction, welders. You make big money now being in the trades because everybody wants to do computers. I have a friend that's a, a service manager at Hyundai, and I ask him every day, you guys looking for mechanics? Says, we need three. If you can find anybody, I'll even go pick the toolboxes up. I'll do anything. <laughs> a lot of people are giving bad advice. I remember my father-in-law, when I first met my wife, when we were still not even married, he was just like, you know, Trades are always going to be there. You need to do trades. And of course, like what you hear it is, oh, no, you got to go to college. You got to get a fancy degree. You got to do computers. When I was in school, we had trades in high school. Yeah. We had wood shop, automotive, all that stuff. And they could get away with it for the most part. Yeah. So when I first started, like when I went to American Fork High School, mm-hmm. yeah, we had auto shop. We had yeah. wood shop. We had all those. And then we went to Lone Peak and it got fancy and we didn't have any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's in demand now, which the guys that I know up to Porsche, they're really doing well. The friend, uh, Randy, the guy I worked with for 30 years, he's about to retire. I don't know quite what they're going to do when he goes away, because he does all the old cars. The new guys just aren't interested in old cars, which is going to be interesting because you're building a Porsche dealership, and the Porsche wants you to have a vintage section. They want, well, they want the dealers to have work on the vintage cars. Okay. Just kind of, it was good for me. 
you know, all those years. And uh, fortunately, working for that family run dealer, I didn't have to do the deal with all the corporate stuff. Yeah. Pretty, pretty laid back. Any advice you wish you would have followed that you didn't? I probably should have kept my 67S. I wish I'd have kept that. Everybody can wait until that. <laughs> I should have kept that. And, uh, but nothing. <clears throat> I was thinking about this here tonight, and uh, I'm pretty fortunate. You know, I'm still doing what I want, and good health, and a good job. Never rich, we get everything we wanted. I had a thing I always tell people. I said that when we're in the rest home, I'm going to be in the, in the nursing home with the rich guys. And uh, I'm going to have an aluminum walker, and they're going to have a gold one, but I got better stories. <laughs> yeah, so, whatever. Yeah. The most complicated thing in your life? I think since I retired, I'm almost busier than I was before. You know, I go to the cart shop every day. I think the most complicated is trying to keep this house up. Yeah. <laughs> hardest thing you have ever done? I think the hardest thing was all those years we worked on that race car. I mean, that was just obsession. I look back on it and I don't know how I did it. I mean, it was work on that thing two, three nights a week. It's all I worried about. Just go to work every day and day and day. That was probably the one thing that I devoted everything to, and it was, it was hard. The, what's it called again? Turn Turn it Okay. If you could acquire a skill, what would it be? If I could try it, I'd probably want to be a better race car driver. If you could do a redo in life, what would it be? I don't think I'd change too much. <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Take 20 years off. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have one wish, what would it be? One wish? Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden get so much money that my son and I could race a GT3 and I could move to France in the meantime. Why do you want to move to France? That's not like a good place to live. Yeah, my, my good friend, I think he's moving back to France. He's, his name's Stephen Dufour. He does automotive sculptures. Mm -hmm. You may have seen them. They sell them at the Peterson. They sell them at big shows there. He's from France. I think he's going to be going back. Well, I always say France because Susan loves France. Oh, okay. I think my other choice would be Jackson Hole. I've been there once. I had the... I had relatives and settled up there, and I go up there every year. It's just nobody can afford to live there, but it's just so beautiful. You know, it's really nice. If you could be a fly on the wall, where would you go? I'd probably want to listen to someone like the government, but it'd probably make me too mad. <laughs> I've never, <clears throat> I don't talk much about it. It's just so, it's frustrating, dysfunctional. You can just listen to it. Um, if you could go back in time, what time period would you go to? Or where? Where and when? Well, let's see. I'd probably go back into the 1890s in the West. My family was always pseudo cowboys, so they grew up on fire and all that stuff. Okay, crowning achievement. Crowning achievement is probably working all my life and doing good. Success we've had in cars and go-karts and competition. Took karate for 16 years. 
had a third degree black belt in that. And just a lot of things were all what I look back on as achievements. Your price possession? Right now, it's probably a pistol my dad gave me. It's a nickel plated 45 Colt, still in the box. That's the one thing I've ever sell. Best memory you've had? Best memory is probably, probably Rhode Island, going to the runoffs every year. Most exciting person you have ever met? Probably the nicest guy that I met who was pretty exciting was Richie Ginty. Richie Ginty was running a Porsche race team back in the 70s. And he brought all the cars, they were racing out here, and he brought all the cars into the dealership. And we sat on a pile of tires and he taught racing and all that stuff for hours. And then the other one was probably the same kind of deal with Bobby Allison, the NASCAR racer. Friend, a doctor friend of mine kept saying, I know Bobby Allison. I took care of him in, the, in the Alabama. Oh, yeah, sure. So one night he calls him and called uh, myself and Mike, meeting at runs a shop for us. He says, uh, Bobby Allison's in town. You want to go to dinner? <laughs> so we went down, sure enough, with Bobby Allison and his wife, and we spent like three, four hours sitting near him telling NASCAR stories. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any mentors? Yeah, probably. Uh, well, so I took karate from Bill Reinhardt. And then in the race, when I first started racing cars, and I had the Porsches, the Roadster, which that actually started road racing, uh, that fellow I mentioned, Larry Riva, he was my driving instructor. Okay. And he was a real hard hit. <laughs> but what I learned from him and the way he was, I still remember him. Um, if you could interview or talk to anybody, who would it be? My favorite Formula One driver now is Alonzo. I was going to pick somebody famous like that. What is something about yourself that other people don't know that would surprise them? Probably that I'm really not as mellow as I act. Okay. <laughs> I've got a bit of a temper that I watch a lot. Okay. <laughs> I'll be mindful of that. No, we're almost done. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's just, just there is a point. <laughs> yeah. So. What question would you ask yourself? I mean, I know that seems kind of ridiculous, but I don't know you. All I, yeah. all I can do is what my dad's told me, what I want to talk about, which is selfish, and just what I want to talk about, <laughs> and what I've read, and, you know, seeing you through the years. Well, what question would I ask myself? Just keep doing what you really want to do, you know, and if you like doing it, just keep doing it. Okay. That's not a question, but that's kind of... Yeah, it works. Any other crazy or exciting stories that you've not told that would be that you want to tell? Or? Oh, there's lots of stories. My son played hockey, and we could go all night on that. Oh, there's a lot of things over the years. Uh, we used to have a hill climb down in Moab, and this hill climb just ran up this mountain alone with no barriers or anything. We got to the top and had a, just a a big, oops, excuse me, had a big U-turn and this giant hole clip just straight down. We were down there one year running it and 
O.L. Beanie, who he was the grandpa of Mike Beanie and Dennis Beanie, and the whole family race cars. And they, Mike still runs a shot race at Bill Kirk. Anyway, he had a Lotus 18, and he got up there, and the car came down, and he flew off. And he went down in this drop off about, he must have went down in 50 feet, and got caught in the rocks. And he teetered there. And the record guys wouldn't go down there, so his sons went down and got him out. They got a cable on the car and drug it back. <laughs> so is he still in the car? He was in the car, hanging in the rocks. We have a picture of it in the go-kart shop. Oh, man. Oh, it man. was something. You had to see it. It was crazy. I guess some of the craziest stuff was just, we used to travel so much, and we'd just drive all night. And Kent, my good friend Kent, he was uh, my crew guy. And so, you know, my wife would go with him, my son would go with him. We would just drive all night long, get there and race, drive all night, come back, and just going across the Midwest and all over the place, driving all night. It was just a lot of crazy experiences happened to you. Yeah. So it's just, I just uh, don't know if I could ever do that again. But <laughs> I had a van that we put, this little short van in an open trailer, and we put uh, over 300,000 miles on the van. A friend of mine had a machine shop, and he'd build me a new motor every 100,000 miles. So. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, comment, like, and share with your friends. Feel free to send questions or suggestions to the email in the description of the show. Special thanks to our sponsor, Circuit 64. Goodbye for now. We hope we can get together again for our next episode. Now get out there and enjoy the cars and the people.